Hey, thanks for joining and welcome to Shift, PwC Canada's podcast series, where we go behind the scenes with Canada's leading organizations to hear their digital transformation stories. I'm your host, John Finkelstein, Executive Creative Director here at PwC Canada and ardent Blue Jays fan. Legendary Experience Index, or L-E-I. Have you heard of it? In this episode of Shift, I'm in conversation with the woman, the myth, the legend, Terrell Schmidt, the global brand and consumer experience officer at TD Bank. We chat about what it takes to relaunch an iconic Canadian brand, creating a customer experience centered around confidence, and much more. Check it out. All right, welcome to another episode of Shift. Today we have Terrell Schmidt, global brand and consumer experience officer. Thank you. Thrilled to be here. Now, for those of you who are listening, you don't know that I'm wearing my Blue Jays shirt in support not only of the team, but in support of TD's uh, amazing sponsorship. Thank you. We appreciate that. And you look amazing in it. <laughs> Go Jays! Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> Guerrero Jr., if anybody's interested. But anyway, um, so let's start off with an easy question. Why don't you just let everybody know uh, who you are and what you're up to at TD? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been at TD for just about five years. It'll be five years in April. Time flew. Um, And I run, as you said, I run the global brand and customer experience practice at TD. And it's been fantastic to work for a company who believes so deeply in both of those things. So brand and customer experiences, you know, led at the top of the house, but felt deeply, um, you know, all the way through the organization. So it's been an absolute privilege to be able to lead those, uh, that team. So tell me a little bit more about that, because um, the notion of experience, customer experience, CX, whatever you want to call it, that's one of those things that people are talking a lot about. What does customer experience mean for TD? Yeah, so I think firstly I would I would tie it to the brand. Great. So uh, the reason why we brought those two things together is because they are so connected. So we think of it as you know your brand is your promise to your customers, and your customer experience is how you interact with the brand and actually how that brand promise comes to life at each and every touch point that the customer has with you. Uh, the other thing that I would add at TD, we set a high bar for customer experience and so we measure what we call the legendary experience index so we look to make sure that we are delivering exceptional legendary experience uh, experiences especially at those moments that matter for our brand the lei lei is it do you call it like we do call it nope we call it lei i love that um legendary experience index did you guys make that up so we did pre pre my time. Um, so it's been around for for years actually at TD, but it really just I think talks to the aspiration that uh, we want to deliver a, an experience that feels legendary to our customers. And so you know you you measure what matters, and that matters to us. And so we've been been doing that for years. We have a brand that you know is really beloved by tons of Canadians and that people are incredibly proud of internally at TD. And so in 2017, we actually started looking at the environment and recognizing that the market was moving really quickly, you know, to use a stat that I think we all hear, you know, the change was, we've had more change in the last five years than we have in the prior hundred. 
we recognized that we really needed to look at our brand and make sure that it was, you know, fit for, you know, the current consumer, et cetera. And TD had had the same brand promise around comfortable banking that uh, is pretty well known and was very well known, actually, in the Canadian landscape. And that brand promise had lived for 17 years. Mm. And so what we did is really look to say, you know, as as we look at what consumers and our customers are expecting, does the brand, is it as relevant today and will it be in the future as it has been? And so we did a huge insights study. We talked to about 15,000 consumers and really understood kind of, you know, the equity that we had in the brand, what we really needed to retain, and there was a lot but then also really kind of stepping up. So we moved from, or we evolved from a positioning around comfort to confidence, recognizing that 79% of Canadians don't feel comf- confident in their financial future. 15,000 people, that's a lot. Mm. And I think that's probably a lot more than most brands would research, talk to, think about. Why was talking to people so important? Yeah, we really relied on insights and data, um, in part because, you know, the brand, we we continued to have a leading position. Mm -hmm. And so we really wanted to make sure that we understood the needs of our customers before we evolved the brand. That was just really important. It also really helped shape the dialogue internally. We really, you know, as as any large organization, especially one that believes so deeply in its brand, we needed to be able to socialize and, you know, um, and convince a lot of people that, you know, we should evolve the brand. And so those insights and the data you know, really took it, took the discussion to a new level and also, you know, helped us when, you know, people had a lot of deeply held beliefs about the brand. Mm -hmm. So it helped us really shape the dialogue, the need for change, but also what we were pulling through and keeping and what we were evolving to the next level. That's great because, you know, being in advertising for 25 years myself, one of the things that we often encountered was this notion of boardroom apathy which is, hey, we have a very successful campaign, now we're bored of it, let's change it. Mm-hmm. And then they change it and maybe they don't talk to people or maybe they're just making it different for different sake and it doesn't drive the business in the same way that it did before. So you run the risk sometimes of having something that has a ton of equity in it. Totally. Comfort, the green chair, we're very familiar Absolutely. with it. And then we go and change it and people are gonna go like, what happened to the mm-hmm. comfort? I like that. Right. So how did you manage to bridge the gap between what people knew and understood TD to be comfort, green chair, et cetera, to this new notion of confidence. And how did you bring them on that journey? Yeah, and it, it is, I would say, an evolution. And so a lot of the equity that we built in comfort, you know, we've certainly retained. So the things that created a comfortable banking environment were convenience and service and longer hours. And we still have those things. Those are things that continue to differentiate us. Um, similarly, the green chair, we modernized it, we slimmed it down, we made it a little bit more current, and um, but we retained it because actually almost 70% of Canadians recognize that green chair. So to walk away from something that is such a powerful icon, um, we, you know, we didn't want to do that. And so we really retained those core equities and then built on them and really started talking about, you know, the fact that we know that, you know, we're still delivering great service, we're still delivering convenience, but we also know that we need to deliver personalized experience and proactive advice and solutions 
options and really modernize the concept of convenience as mm. well. And all of that to deliver and help our customers feel more confident about their financial future. So talking to 15,000 Canadians and getting a, a fundamental understanding of what TD means to them or what they want from the brand, did you talk to employees? We absolutely did. Um, and I would say we did that from top of the house and really got buy-in from the CEO and uh, his senior executive team, which is so important. Uh, we knew that a brand wouldn't succeed, any kind of evolved brand wouldn't succeed if it were housed in marketing. And so we really needed to have buy-in across the organization. So that started at the top of the house, but in terms of how it came to life and really understanding it from a frontline perspective. You know, that was very important. And we continue that dialogue. So one of our biggest learnings, one of my biggest learnings has been, you know, it's something we you kind of intuitively know that you don't change a brand um, or even evolve a brand that's been around, you know, with the same positioning for 17 years overnight. And so we continue today to really embed the brand and we do that through dialogue with our frontline staff, our, you know, HR teams, our risk teams, because everybody has a role in terms of delivering confidence. And so we are constantly seeking input, guidance, advice um, from those constituents. So that was important in the beginning and is uh, continues to be important today. I think that's a really important thing for people to understand no matter what they're doing or what their organization is. So whether it's a massive uh, relaunch of a brand or something like uh, an adoption program um, where you're looking at new technology and getting people to work differently, you have to have that buy-in from employees and they have to understand what it is you're doing, why it is you're doing, totally. because they are helping you deliver on the promise Absolutely. of the ads Absolutely. or whatever it is that we're doing. Yeah, you and know. we've come a long way in just two years from, you know, really just that deeply held um, foundation around comfort. TD as a brand has really been ingrained or aligned to some of the, the most visible Toronto landmarks, hallmarks, etc. Mm. Uh, Rogers Center, Union Station, um, the Jazz Festival, all these things. I mean, we see TD everywhere. Perhaps you could talk a little bit about how people have responded to that, what the role of confidence has been in there, maybe a little bit about ROI. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Sponsorship plays a really important role in terms of bringing the brand out into the marketplace and creating engagement. Mm -hmm. I think if you look at you know any stats about brand, it, it's really important to have create emotional connections with the brand. And so we really leverage the sponsorships that we have, and they extend beyond Toronto. Uh, obviously, we've got some uh, very iconic properties here. But uh, recently, we did a deal with the Vancouver Canucks, and so we've you know a number of other places. We've got music across the board, the Junos, the CCMAs this year, um, and though all of those actually create these great engagement touch points uh, with our customers. So um, we also look for properties where we can actually create. A legendary experience. So if you look at Union Station, we've been working with them. Our, our collective vision was to enhance the experience for visitors, commuters, and our customers alike. That's awesome. I love how visible uh, TD is out in the world. Um, and I love this notion of, uh, of, you know, the legendary experience. 
I also am really interested to know more about the community sponsorship and how financial literacy and confidence plays a role in helping solidify TD's brand position in the market. We recently launched a program called The Ready Commitment, which is our commitment to citizenship um, and to really building um, an inclusive future that allows everyone to thrive. And if you think about that, that is directly um, related to confidence because if you're not included and if you don't have an inclusive future, you can't be confident. You know, as we look at purpose-driven brands, which we know now are so important to our customers and to our employees as well, um, you know, the ready commitment coupled with the brand around confidence just are really driving that brand with purpose in the market. So smart because I don't think it matters who you are or what level you're at, new to Canada or well-established and ready to retire. We all want to be confident. Absolutely. We're all looking for that. And I think as an aside, um, our savings and our retirement is a little bit like for, I think for a lot of us, we're afraid of it in the way we're afraid of death. We know we need it when we know it's going to come at some point, but we kind of we push it mm. over here. It's that's some someday. Yeah, we uh, we absolutely heard in the insight work that we did in the brand that lack of confidence is not just for people who are starting off, right? I, we we actually heard that. Every demographic, you know, um, if you're getting ready to retire, you're thinking about, you know, am I going to be able to live the life that I've always led? So it actually is quite pervasive. And when you think about 79% of Canadians, it's obviously pervasive oh, yeah. um, across, across all sort of socioeconomic um, variables. I find one of the things that's really interesting in the work that we do here is hearing back from people on the impact that it's had. I wonder, are there any stories that you could share with us where someone has really felt the impact of the new platform confidence and mm -hmm. you've heard that kind of reflected back in a positive way? Yeah. So, you know, really good examples are things like fraud. When You know, when you have fraud on your card or you have fraud in your account, that is a moment where we need to shine as a brand because it's a massive moment of confidence. And so we, you know, we relaunched fraud alerts um, and, you know, that telling that story, launching that proof point, we know had a big impact on people where they feel like I'm now in control so I can be alerted if you suspect fraud on my account. So there, you know, there are those everyday moments. The other thing that we've done is we, every year, we launch a program that we call TD Thanks You. It's been a, a, a great program running now for four years. And so, you know, confidence really comes to life um, in those stories. There are personal stories where our TD branch staff have built great personal connections with our customers and are helping them feel more confident. Last year, we talked about um, our customers who are making a difference in the community. We had uh, somebody in Calgary who was setting off to run across Canada in support of rare diseases. His, uh, his young son was diagnosed with a rare disease, and he just really realized that um, that was a gap in terms of research. So that was his, um, his mission. And so our branch team knew him worked with him, helped him feel confident about how he was going to be able to do that and played a role there. Um, obviously, he had a big support team around him, but you know, telling those stories, they happen every day in our branches with our frontline staff in ways that enrich our lives as well as our customers. Amazing.
it's amazing when people take take something that you're doing and kind of make it their own or mm-hmm. they use it as um you know a banner to to really get behind for sure it's really yeah. really like super rewarding when you think about confidence it really does touch almost every aspect of the business and of the connections with people mm-hmm. so whether it's cyber or fraud or investing or savings or overdraft totally. or whatever it is it's like you want to feel in control and you want to feel like your bank has your back. So I'm going to ask a question, peek behind the curtain, if you will. Is there anything that you can share with us, any projects, mm-hmm. any exciting something that you're working on right now that's really getting you excited? Yeah, tons of things. Um, you know, I think in brand and customer experience, it's it changes every day and the bar gets set higher every day. We always talk about our strategy and our strategy for the last couple of years hasn't changed dramatically because, you know, the the mountain's tall and, um, you know, we're only part of the way up it, I think, until we really own confidence and deliver legendary experiences everywhere. Um, you know, we're, we're constantly striving for, uh, you know, a really high bar. You talked earlier about the connection between purpose and community and brand, and we've got a, a campaign out in the market now that talks to the fact that four in 10 Canadians actually live with um, unstable income. And so, again, back to confidence, that is, you know, that doesn't create a lot of confidence for them. And so uh, our citizenship group partnered with organizations around Canada who are putting in place programs and training to help people be able to get to a place where they have more stable income. All right. It's the lightning round time. Awesome. Yes. So unprepared. You don't know what I'm going to ask you. I don't know what I'm going to ask you. Just answer as quickly and as honestly as you can. Okay. All right. What's the best place you've ever traveled? India is the most unique culture. Awesome. I have not been to India, yeah, but I'd like to go fascinating. to. Fascinating. What do you eat for breakfast? Favorite thing? One of two things, apples and peanut butter or yogurt and blueberries every day. Wow. Boring. So if you go <laughs> if you go to like one of those amazing, yeah. you know, restaurant brunches, whatever. Yeah, yogurt and blueberries for sure because they may not have peanut butter. I thought, you know, eggs. I know. You, yeah. It's good though. All right. What's your biggest pet peeve? Negativity. Oh, nice. Negativity. Doesn't that suck the life out of the room? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Positive uh, attitude. Early bird or night owl? For sure an early bird. What time do you get up in the morning? 5.30, oh, 6. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Mm, um, I would say visualize a positive outcome. Can you explain so, that a little bit? Yeah. So somebody told me once that no matter what you're doing, so whether it's at work, you have a big meeting, you have a presentation, you should always visualize the audience being engaged or visualize, you know, a great outcome at the end. I'm a big runner. And so as well, like going into, you know, a race that I'm not comfortable with, a marathon or something, I always visualize a positive outcome. Yep. I know I'm going to finish that. I know it's hilly, but I'm going to finish it. Awesome. And so I think my final question might be to our list for our listeners, if you had to give them a piece of advice. Mm. So, I mean, Undertaking a, a brand refresh from such a huge institution as TD is, is monumental. What advice might you give someone who 
is thinking about or undertaking a major brand repositioning, brand refresh? What would you tell them? Um, I think I think the biggest thing, and we talked to it, is engagement. So you know, engagement. You know, get feedback. Listen you know, to your customers, listen to the market, listen to your employees, and make sure that it's well socialized. I think, you know, you can't do, you can't take on a big brand refresh or evolution on your own, or even, you know, as a part, just part of the marketing department. It really needs to be felt, owned, and believed by everybody in the organization and by the customers that you're going to talk to. I love that. Awesome. Hopefully, for our listeners, that'll give you a little confidence. See what I did there? Uh, on thinking about what you need to do to make, you know, these big transformations uh, real and impactful and work, right? Because that's you know, the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Well, that is the end of another episode that went by really quickly. It did. Thank you so much for sharing the insights around what TD's been doing on the brand refresh and, you know, giving us a behind the scenes look on what confidence means and how it's articulated out in the market. Super cool. Cheryl, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shift. You can get more details at pwc.com slash ca slash shift. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, subscribe to our podcast series. And make sure you rate us too. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or your preferred podcast platform. Have an idea for Shift? We want to hear it. Let us know on social by submitting your idea with hashtag ShiftPodcast. Just so you know, this podcast has been prepared by PricewaterhouseCoopers LLP, an Ontario limited liability partnership for general guidance on matters of interest only and does not constitute professional advice. Until next time.